Welcome back, everybody, to the Find of the Messiah, the podcast where we look for Jesus Christ in everything we do. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the character Abraham. Abraham. Yep. Father Abraham. <laughs> Who had many sons. You want to sing the whole song? No. Or? Okay. <laughs> um, so before we get started, I'm going to read the origin story. Okay. It's a little lengthy, but it's good. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is Genesis 12, 1 through 5. And it said, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran, and Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people that they had acquired in Haran. And they set out to go to the land of Canaan. Uh, okay. And then I have Genesis 17, 1 through 8. <laughs> when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, that I may make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. Then Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, Behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant. To be, um, yeah, to be God to you and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land of your, ser- of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. So the thing with Abraham, right? So... Again, was reading the Bible, and the way I feel like an individual can read the Bible, or should in a sense, mm-hmm. is again looking for the Messiah, even in that story of Abraham. All right, and the cool thing about Abraham, well, also the thing that it's like makes it really hard to read about Abraham is that he's spoken about so often in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Literally, at all almost all points of the Bible, the name of Abraham is brought brought about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, understand like we talked about with names before, the meaning of Abram, I believe, was just father, mm-hmm. and then Abraham was father of many. That verse that you just read. Mm-hmm. All right, but the thing like I wanted to at least look at when it came to Abram, the thing I wanted to focus on with Abraham is a uh, how he was righteous, mm-hmm. and how is it that he was the one that God said through your descendants you will be many, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which again, I would say highlighted how the Messiah would be, mm-hmm. right? And again, thankfully we have the New Testament. Thankfully we have Hebrews in specific because I love the book of Hebrews because it really talks and testifies to 
the divinity of who Jesus Christ is, right? Mm-hmm. And how he's even greater than uh, all these people, even Father Abraham. Mm-hmm. So the verse that I at least wanted to read first was Hebrews eleven eight. It says, by faith, Abram obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. <clears throat> and he went out not knowing where he was going. And then when you read the those verses more in depth, it starts talking about how he listened to God and everything. And he said, because of this, because mm-hmm. he listened to God's command, he was made as righteous. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, that that key point. All right. In that same sense, we understand this is how the Messiah would be. Mm-hmm. The Messiah would be righteous. Why? Not in a sense because of the works that he did, mm-hmm. but because of the obedience he had to God. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, like we've been saying, the Messiah would be greater than Abraham. Even yeah. Jesus Christ himself said, before Abraham, I was. Mm-hmm. All right. So we understand that the Messiah would truly be even greater than he. Mm-hmm. So we understand, again, at the end of the day, Abram was just a guy. At the end of the day, he was just a man. He isn't truly the Messiah. I'm glad you're bringing this up because <laughs> if you read more into the story of Abraham, he does mess up. Like, exactly. When they travel and they're and he's like, "That's not my wife. That's my sister." <laughs> exactly. That's like the one part I wanted to at least point out. Mm-hmm. Right. So like we understand that the Messiah would be in likeness to how Abraham was mm-hmm. because he would listen to God and he would follow it faithfully, almost with with no question. Yeah. Undoubtedly, right. Mm-hmm. And in the same sense, he went to a land that was unknown to him mm-hmm. and a land that was, we'll put it in this context, overrun. By people that had no respect for God. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm talking about the land of Egypt because the Egyptians, they worship different gods and whatnot. And Moses following Jehovah, right? Or Adonai, um, he listened to God's command and he went to this place. And the Pharaoh in that story, uh, it says the Pharaoh saw Sarah and was like, wow, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. I want to know her. You know, and so he brought her over and Abram was like, yeah, that's not my wife. Or that's that's my sister, mm-hmm. you know, because he says he was scared about what the Pharaoh would do since he was such a powerful man. Mm-hmm. Right. And then all this bad stuff happened to the Pharaoh and the Pharaoh was like, bro, why didn't you just tell me this was your wife? And he was like, my bad. I'm sorry. I, I thought you were going to do something for me mm-hmm. or to me for her. So, you know, I was scared. Mm-hmm. The Pharaoh was like, just take her and leave, mm-hmm. you know, in that same sense. This is what would almost happen with the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And I say almost, right? The key difference is, again, this was Abraham with his bride. Mm -hmm. If Abraham is representing a likeness of how the Messiah would be, would the Messiah be in likeness to his bride when faced to a nation that was opposed to him almost? Mm -hmm. right? And I'm saying a nation opposed to him because, again, we understand if we've read the Bible that Egypt ultimately is the nation that enslaved Israel, mm-hmm. right? And they made them into go into a land of bondage, right? So I would say this is a nation that has no respect for God in this moment during the days of Abraham because mm-hmm. he, uh, he didn't know who God is, well, the God of Abraham anyways, yeah, right? In that sense, could it be that the Messiah would come into a, a time and place where people didn't have little respect for God mm-hmm. and he would be faced to either abandon his bride or have to fight for his bride? Mm-hmm. Right, even though he knew there could be some potential danger. Yeah. And ultimately, I would say this is the difference between Abram and who the Messiah is. Mm -hmm. Where Abram, he was scared for his life in a sense, he abandoned his bride. Mm -hmm. 
the Messiah would see this and he would fortify and say, this is my bride. Mm -hmm. And even though he would face death, we can say, he still said, this is who I'm fighting for. Yeah. And this is ultimately what we see with Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. right? He fought for the sinners. He fought for those who would believe in them. Yeah. Ultimately, he did die on the cross, right? Knowing this, and this wasn't unknown to him that he would die. He knew that he would go to be hung on a cross and everything. Mm -hmm. Right? He still went there and he said, I'm going to go through this for the sake of these people, mm -hmm. for the sake of the remnant, for the sake of my bride. Yeah. Right, so I think it's a cool story to look at. Again, we understand this truly is in likeness. This man was truly in likeness to who the Messiah is, mm -hmm. but would be even greater than him. Yeah. Right. And again, Abraham being one of the patriarchs of Israel, you know, if not the patriarch, you know, yeah. there's like three people that the nation of Israel loved. There's Moses. Oh, four. Um, mm -hmm. Abraham, Moses, David, and Elijah. Yeah. Right. Like just the like. If you bring, oh, who's your favorite? I'm like, oh, Elijah, he's great. You know, oh, King David, he was awesome. You know, Moses, he brought the law. And then some people are like, no, I'm from the original. Father Abraham from me. <laughs> all right. But then we see even through, even with all those guys, mm -hmm. I like Jesus said, you guys rejected them as well. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, but I kind of lost my train of thought, whatever. But with Abraham, with Abraham, right? Uh he he is a great man, mm -hmm. but it needed to be understood once again that there would be somebody even greater than he. Mm -hmm. And this is what I love about the fact that Abram is spoken about so much in the Bible. Yeah. Right? Because even John the Baptist, when he was baptizing people and he saw the Pharisees come up to be baptized and he told them, he was like, who are you guys to come over here? Who told you guys of this coming uh, judgment to come? Mm -hmm. And he told them, don't think just because we are the sons of Abram that we'll be okay. Mm -hmm. It's like you guys all need to be changed of heart. Mm -hmm. It's like I baptize you with water, but one who's coming is going to baptize you with fire. Mm -hmm. Someone even greater than me. Yeah. Right. And the key point being like, just because you're the son of Abraham does not mean that you're safe from whatever is to come. Mm -hmm. right? And ultimately, again, there's like a whole bunch of debate on the sons and daughters of Abraham being both physical and spiritual, whatever. Um, it's kind of a different topic almost. But the key thing that I would at least point out is, again, it's spoken about in Hebrews, mm -hmm. is how the heart, the attitude that Abram was towards the voice of God, mm -hmm. right? Where John the Baptist, the people during those days of John the Baptist, they saw and heard the things of him and the coming Messiah to come. They changed their heart, mm -hmm. right? Abraham, he was with his family. Yeah. And God told them, hey, follow me. Mm -hmm. Come to where I will show you this, this great land of inheritance. Mm-hmm. And it will be yours. Yeah. Right. And he listened to that. That change of heart, you could say. Mm -hmm. Says that he even left his father's idols in those days. Yeah. And uh, spoken about in Hebrews as well, I believe, um, where it says that even though he never saw the fulfillment of this in a sense, mm -hmm. he never physically saw the sons and daughters as many as the stars, mm -hmm. right? Or as many as the sand. He still believed in the word of God mm -hmm. and that the, the promises of God would truly be fulfilled. Yeah. Right? And again, ultimately, this is what I would say John the Baptist was referring to when he said, just because you're the son of, of Abram doesn't mean that you're safe either. Mm -hmm. You need to be a change of heart and you need to listen to the words of God. Mm -hmm. But to bring it back to oh, the sorry. fact that Abraham is just a man, 
um, it goes to show that too with what you're saying with that how he didn't see the fulfillment of the promise. Mm, Whereas the Messiah, Jesus Christ, like he was there from the beginning and he will forever be there. I like that. So he did see the fulfillment. That's cool. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, it was wild. When I was looking at all the times that Abram is mentioned in the Bible, Mm -hmm. um, I forgot about the parable that Jesus spoke about with the Lazarus and the rich man. Because in that parable, Jesus, uh, he talks about how there's this guy who was really poor mm-hmm. and there was this guy who was really rich and they both ended up dying around the same time. But Lazarus, who was a poor man, he was really faithful to God. Mm-hmm. Right? And he went up to heaven and this rich man, he was very unfaithful to God and mm-hmm. he ended up going to hell. Yeah. Right. And he said that he looked up and he saw his father, Abraham hanging out with this guy Lazarus and he spoke to Father Abraham. He's like, can't you help me out? Mm-hmm. Or tell that guy to at least uh, give me a drop of water. Mm-hmm. Right? And Abraham was like, we gave you time to change, but you didn't. Yeah. And it, was just, it was a cool story. It's a cool parable even there. Mm-hmm. Because again, truly, again, a lot of people might think that, again, Either Jesus Christ didn't necessarily rely on the Old Testament or that Christians in general, they Mm kind of throw the Old Testament out the door. And I would say we as Christians do look at both, again, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Mm -hmm. And it's important to even understand the days that Abraham went through. Mm -hmm. And I think they're very significant. Yeah. Right. Uh, Because even the change of the names, um, the changing of his names, right, before he was just the father, Mm -hmm. a father. Yeah. Right. Then he became the father of many. Mm-hmm. And again, foretelling, I would say, of the, who the Messiah would be. Yeah. Because we understand anybody who believes in the name of Jesus Christ is a son and daughter of God, is adopted and grafted into the family of God. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, truly, if Jesus Christ has been the father since the, since you could say from the beginning, since he's been from the beginning, but since his resurrection, we'll say, since Christianity was founded, we'll say. Mm hmm. Right, truly, from that moment to the very moment now, the sons and daughters of Jesus Christ have grown so much more. Mm-hmm. Truly, who can ever count how many Christians there have ever been? Yeah. Right, the, truly, a father of many. Mm-hmm. Right, and we see the greatness of Abram because he truly, he did go through so, so many great things. Uh, like in that moment where his uh, his nephew was captured a lot, mm-hmm. and then Abram went to go take uh, take out all these kings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he communed with Melchizedek, yeah. the prince of Salem, and he gave him a tenth of everything he had. Mm-hmm. Right, Even in those moments, you see how great this man was. Mm-hmm. And it's almost random. But like we've been saying here, let's look for the, the Messiah even here. Yeah. Right. And again, thankfully, we have the Psalms. We have the New Testament, even Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Talks about who Melchizedek is. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I kind of a side note anyways. Melchizedek, nobody knew where he came from. Yeah. He was the, the priest of the Almighty God. Mm-hmm. Right. And he came, they didn't know his genealogy. Mm-hmm. Right. And then in Psalms, it says, by order of Melchizedek, um, by the order of Melchizedek, he will come by the order of Melchizedek. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, going back to it, it's like, where did he come from? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. And then when you read Hebrews, it, it it talks about how this man was in likeness to who Jesus Christ is. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows his genealogy, and yet he is the Prince of Salem, the mm-hmm. Prince of Peace. Yeah, and he gave that communion of bread and wine with Abraham, with man, mm-hmm. to commune with God. Right. So it's really cool when we compare that moment 
of Melchizedek with Abraham, Mm -hmm. with the Messiah, and we can even say, and God. Mm -hmm. Right? Because again, this is the type of communion that the Messiah would have with his father. Mm -hmm. One where he would give him a tenth, in a sense, a tithe Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Yeah. Right? And he would... They would have this communion with one another, mm-hmm. this relationship with one another. Yeah. Right. And you can say there was almost a respect there. And this guy, Abraham, was a powerful one because mm-hmm. he had the men to fight all these kings and defeat uh, the bad guys. Mm-hmm. In the same sense, the Messiah would be in such a, in such a way, mm-hmm. which is understandable why they looked at Jesus Christ and they were like, he's not a powerful guy like the rest of these guys. Mm-hmm. Not like our father, Abraham. Yeah. You know? Um, but again, if we if they understood the heavenly level, what these things meant, again, mm-hmm. that communion, yeah, right, there would be it would be easier for them to see that truly this guy was sent by God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also wanted to say that I think part of it too is that men like um, Abraham and David were powerful warriors, mm. and so I think maybe they were expecting something like even greater you know something yeah. like goliath or something that maybe? makes sense that makes sense because they're like wow i mean if father abraham <laughs> can beat them up at 100 years old and just look like a dad yeah, you know true we're expecting that's goliath true i never thought of that here, so yeah. i don't know just my thought i could be wrong <laughs> but that's kind of what i was picturing because i don't know i feel like if jesus came as an average looking guy I feel like Abraham and David were like, in a sense, average. I mean, David was handsome, they say, like in the scripture, but they don't describe, they just described him as being smaller than Goliath, you know? So he wasn't this huge guy. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, he was like average guy. So maybe they were expecting something even greater. I mean, yeah, we'll say that for another day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, either way. I know way. that's an aside, but... <laughs> no, no. I mean, I was going to bring something up, but we can discuss it another day, honestly. Um, but yeah, either way. I, like, I never thought of it that way, but that makes sense. Um, but in terms of who he was as a man here on this earth, mm-hmm. right? Abraham, anyways. All right, again, if they understood how great he was in that sense, right? And then understanding... We're in, like, and this is where we have to understand, again, the words of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And again, thankfully, we have the words of Jesus Christ in the New Testament, right? Mm-hmm. With the apostles who explained more in depth in all these things, right? But the part where Jesus, uh, he said, God is of spirit, mm-hmm. right? God is of the living and stuff. Uh, and then comparing that to what they were expecting yeah. from the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Again, it's one of those things where they were looking at these things in a very literal context yeah like could it be that there was a more elevated thing going on here Mm -hmm. right well i mean see that that's kind of what i'm getting at too is that i feel like it was literally fulfilled Mm -hmm. but i feel like they had this picture painted in their minds yeah that wasn't even literally what was written. That's true. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay, I feel like that's why. Because to me, it never really makes sense to me when they're just like, no, Jesus can't be it. We're waiting for a military leader. And I'm just like, well, why Why wouldn't you think that Jesus couldn't do that? In true. a sense, just by looking at him, you know? That's true. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming we're going to get there to Saul. But, like, you know, King Saul 
says that he was ahead over everyone else and he was like yeah. one of the worst kings <laughs> the first and worst first and worst <laughs> uh, dang if you're first you're last yeah for real <laughs> uh but yeah i mean going back to abraham uh I guess we can bring up the story of how even his son was brought about. Mm -hmm. I guess we can say that for like Sarah. But I was going to say that for Sarah, yeah. but yeah, we can talk about it. B briefly anyways. Um, you see that, the, again, the greatness of Abram and his faithfulness to the word of God. Mm -hmm. Right. And again, if Abram was this faithful in a sense mm -hmm. to what happened with, uh, with Isaac and him, mm -hmm. imagine the Messiah, how much more. Yeah. Right. And again, truly, is this what happened to Jesus Christ? We as Christians, this is what we say. All right. Abraham was willing to listen to God and be like, all right, I'll give up my only son. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ being the Messiah was like, all right, I'll give up my only life. Mm -hmm. You know, and so we see how, he, again, how Jesus Christ said he's even greater. It's Hebrews that says that mm -hmm. uh, Jesus is greater than Abraham. Yeah. Uh, and Jesus said before Abraham, I was. Mm -hmm. But we see in those moments, once again, that truly how much greater the Messiah truly would be even to one of the greatest of all men. Mm -hmm. And what's even funnier, like you just mentioned, uh, the first shall be last. Mm -hmm. Right. Like when Jesus Christ, he he said the, the great the greatest person among you is the least among you. Mm -hmm. And I tell you that the least among you has come. Right. Referring to John the Baptist and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh it's kind of funny because, again, he was the last prophet before the Messiah came. Mm -hmm. In a sense, he was the greatest prophet. Yeah. And Abram was one of the first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so okay. I knew what you're talking It's kind of cool there. Um, not saying that Abram wasn't great or anything like yeah. that. Because I would say that all the prophets were consistent mm -hmm. in the knowledge of God and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, again, they were all willing to die for it and for the word of God. We have Abel. All the way to John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. You know, all these guys went through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Even Abram. I mean, it seems pretty, almost obvious, you could say. Because um, when God was telling them, you're going to go into a land of Canaanites. They have no idea who I am. And they have no respect for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but I will give you this land. Mm -hmm. You know, and even the moments where lots of men were fighting with Abram's men. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, that's our land. And God told them, or Abram told them. You can have whatever side of the land you want, mm -hmm. right? And then God later on told them, like, look to the east, south, west, and north. Mm -hmm. All that you can see is going to be yours, right? And like, again, this is such faith that Abraham had. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, that's the biggest key point I would say about Abraham. Yeah. That's like the highlight of him is the faith that this guy had. Mm -hmm. It was so tremendous. Yeah. Right? So big, how much faith he had in the word of God. And again, God approached him in a sense. Yeah. All right. He was worried. His family was worshiping a different God. Mm -hmm. Abram heard the word of God and he followed him. Mm -hmm. How much faith he had. And again, the Messiah would be even more than that. Yeah. Which is wild. It's kind of a wild thing to think about. All right. And again, we all now were able to be in that same moment. Mm -hmm. But it's only because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. Yeah. Sorry, you were gonna say. No, I was just gonna say that it is crazy to think about it that way, but also, in the sense, it just makes what Jesus did—I don't know—even cooler. Yeah, it's already super cool. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but just like when you realize something is even deeper, to be able to uh, look at Abraham as like an example of good faith in God is cool. 
mm-hmm. but it just makes it when you compare that to Jesus, the Messiah, you're just like, wow, right? That's this mind man blowing. Yeah. yeah, but okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> Not, it. All right, no, Abraham honestly is a really cool character to look at, mm-hmm. but like you're saying, truly. Anybody greater is truly Jesus Christ. Yeah. And ultimately, this I would say the whole point of the Bible, mm-hmm. right? People, I'm not sure if they have debates on what the Bible is about, but I think it's pretty clear and consistent that it's about the coming Redeemer, yeah. the coming Messiah. All right. So even Abram, he pointed to who the Messiah is. And when the Messiah did come, mm-hmm. it would be the greatest example of who Abraham was. Mm-hmm. It would be the greatest example of who Abel was. Of who Eve, well, not Eve, Eve's the bride, <laughs> of who Adam is, mm-hmm. right? He is the, the ultimate. Yeah. You know? so That is a perfect way to put it. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we want to hear from you guys. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can go ahead and leave a comment. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review in the review section. And we hope to see you next week. Cool. Cool.